This program is designed to provide general information with regards to the subject matters covered. This information is given with the understanding that neither the hosts, guests, sponsors, or station are engaged in rendering any specific and personal, medical, financial, legal, counseling, professional service, or any advice. You should seek the services of competent professionals before applying or trying any suggested ideas. Barry Shore. In this time of busy, busy and rush, rush, we don't always take the time to appreciate the life that we have and the love of those around us. Now, the ambassador of joy invites you to take a moment, no, take an hour and find the joy of living. Here is Barry Shore. Good day, beautiful, bountiful, beloved, immortal beings and good-looking people. Remember, you're good-looking because you're always looking for and finding the good. And we have good in abundance, overflowing in a most remarkable show. That's why you tuned in today. You tuned in because you care most in the entire world about you. Y-O-U. And that's great, by the way, because when you care the most about you, you make the world a better place. You build bridges of harmony, create more joy, happiness, peace, and love. And that's why you tuned in consciously and conscientiously today to the joy of living with your humble host, Barry Shore. And everything you want to know about our guest and what he does, and you really want to know about this, is to just go to the website, www.barryshore.com, and you'll be able to find all the information. Right now, you don't have to write anything down. Just lean in and listen and let it flow through you, around you, and in you, because this is a really upbeat, uplifting show that's going to enable you to understand what's happening now and in the future because our young guide is going to tell us what's going on right now in terms of communication and how people communicate and what is on the leading edge of communication. So get ready. And remember, the reason you tuned in, you and at this moment, 348,619 people around the world, tuning in from around the world, listening to the joy of living. And they did it because they know that on this show, we discuss the three fundamentals of life. And the three fundamentals are, number one, life. Your life has purpose. And when you lead a purpose-driven life, you can go mad. That's the next fundamental life. Make a difference. That's what MAD stands for. It's a great acronym. And the third is to unlock the power and discover the secrets of everyday words and terms. Simplest example, www. Ask anybody what is www stand for, and invariably it has to do with the internet. And factually speaking, they're correct. But in our world, the world of the positive, purposeful, powerful, and pleasant, WWW stands for what a wonderful world. And what is a word, right? (laughs) W-H-A-T-A. What a wonderful world. Now, when you understand these three fundamentals, life has a purpose, and you can go mad, you can make a difference, and you unlock the power and the secrets of everyday words and terms, you will be happier, healthier, and wealthier. 
And who doesn't want that? Everybody, of course. And then a big, first of all, a huge thank you to our audience. Our audience of over 320,000 people every single week and growing. And that's why right now we're over, well, right now we'll be hitting over 350 by the time we get another few minutes into the show. And I thank you because you're inviting your friends to share this. Friends all over the world, in China, in Africa, and in uh, India, throughout Europe, Latin America, United States, everywhere in the world, people listening because of the essence of this show, which is, of course, is the joy of living. That's what it's about, living exuberantly. And you're going to hear about that from our peripatetic guest today. He's quite interesting and fun. Now, we talked about WWW, which stands for What a Wonderful World. Of course, a tip of the hat and a great thank you to Louis Armstrong, Satchmo, for enabling that song, What a Wonderful World, to go viral and touch not just tens of millions or hundreds of millions, but billions of people around the planet. Whenever you hear the opening bars of that song, right away, what do you do? You smile, you can't help it. Now, smile is another wonderful word that has a great acronym. It stands for seeing miracles in life every day. Seeing miracles in life every day. Now, invariably, when I'm speaking to groups of people and just before COVID hit, and by the way, COVID gone, the panic is over. We're out there, we're doing it, making it happen around the world. But and we'll be back to speaking to groups again. I'm probably speaking to another 5,000 people in person pretty soon. But when I do that, people raise their hand and say, Barry Shore, Barry Shore, I've been up for hours where I haven't seen any miracles. And I ask them, are you here? Can you hear? Can you see? Can you stand? Can you stand still? Can you walk? Do you have water to drink? Do you have food to eat, places to sleep? Family, friends, every single one of those is a miracle. And I tell the story about Barry Shore and the idea of smile. So the very simple story is imagine the following, standing up in the morning, hale and hearty, able to leap tall buildings in a single bound, and that evening be in the hospital totally, completely paralyzed. Not for an automobile accident, not a spinal injury. A rare disease took over my body and rendered me a quadriplegic. Nothing on my body moved. Nothing. I was like that. I was in the hospital 144 days. I was in a hospital bed in my own home for two years. I couldn't turn over by myself. I was in a wheelchair for four years, and I had braces on both my legs for a year and a half, from my hips to my ankles, and that was progress. Thank God today I'm able to be vertical and ambulatory with the help of a seven-foot walking wand made for me by a Zen master, but I still can't walk up a curb by myself. I can't walk up a stair by myself, and I have helped 12 hours a day, seven days a week. But you hear my voice. Positive, purposeful, powerful, and pleasant, all because seeing miracles in life every day. Now, I got to tell you a quick story, though. My eight-year-old niece came over to me a few weeks ago. And she said, Uncle Barry, Uncle Barry, can we spell smile, S-M-I-E-L? And I thought about it. I said, smile, smile. So I was the same. Why not? How, so how come? She says, because then would stand for seeing miracles in everyday life. <laughs> Out of the mouth of babes, an eight-year-old. But what was she doing? She was creating the kind of world that she wants to live in. Create is another great acronym that stands for causing rethinking, enabling all to excel. Rethinking. Neural linguistic programming, creating new neural pathways in the brain, you can learn and relearn almost anything. And that's the genius of living in today's environment. Everything is available. We have a brain, you have over 100 billion brain cells and over 120 trillion synapses connecting them all. They're there for more than just deciding what kind of latte you want this morning. The ability to think visualize and reformat things. Now, before we go further, I just want to tell you, I'm going to warn you in advance, your humble host does use a lot of four-letter words. 
And I do it because they're fun. And I even use the four-letter F-U word. I do that because of the shock value and it's fun. But the four-letter words that we use because we live in a positive, purposeful, powerful, pleasant world, the four-letter words we use are life, hope, grow, free, skip, play, pray, brew. <laughs> and the four-letter F-U word is fun. Fun, yes, F-U, capital N, capital N. But people say, Barry Shore, Barry Shore. Fun's only spelled with three letters. Not in our world, the world of the positive, purposeful, powerful, and pleasant. Fun is spelled F-U, capital N, capital N. So after the show, when you see your family, your friends, you have a twinkle in your eye, a smile on your face, you point your finger and say, F-U, everybody. You say, where'd you get that? So I listen to Barry Shore, the joy of living. He wants to teach the world F-U. Capital N, capital N. So before we bring on our amazing guest, I really love this guy because he is the essence of what's happening in the world. Young, dynamic, smart, capable. Uh, I want to share with Barry that we can change the world in a matter of moments because you're going to change you. You're going to change yourself for the better. If you commit to using the two most powerful words in the English language three times a day, Consciously and conscientiously, you make a difference for you, your family, your friends, and everybody you know, and therefore, it will affect the whole world. And these two words, the two most powerful words in the English language are, da -da -da -da, da -da 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 -da. thank you, thank you, thank you. Thanks stands for to harmonize and network kindness to harmonize and network kindness. The Dalai Lama is quoted as saying, and I've read in his writings, be kind whenever possible. And he said, it's always possible. Imagine going back into our coffee shops and you walk in, you order your fancy latte for $5 and you sit down, somebody brings it to you, you say, thank you. You walk in the coffee shop and you order your fancy latte for $5. You sit down, nobody brings it to you. A couple of minutes go by, go to the counter, they say, oh, I'm sorry, we forgot, we're so busy, we'll bring it to you. You sit down, a few more minutes go by, somebody brings it to you, you still say, Thank you. You're walking out of the coffee shop. It's raining out. Somebody holds the door open for you. You say, thank you. You're walking out of the coffee shop. It's raining out. Somebody slams the door on you. You say, thank you. You're stuck in traffic. You're late for an appointment. Somebody cuts you off. You say, thank you. You get up in the middle of the night and you stub your toe and it hurts. You say, thank you. To harmonize and network kindness. Kindness stands also for keep inspiring noble deeds. I can't think of anybody I'd like to share this next 30, 40 minutes with than a person who inspires noble deeds with his writings every day. And that is this young, dynamic, amazing Neil Fryman. Neil, please unmute yourself and say hello to 351,000 people around the world. That is a lot of people. Hello, everyone. How's it going? It's going wonderfully well. They're all saying, yay, Neil. They say, Barry Shaw, why do you got this guy on? Because Neil is the other tip of the spear. Oh, I just realized something wonderful, Neil. You ready for this? So you are 29 at the moment, right? Yep. And I'm 72 chronologically. So together, we're just over a century. We span time, and it's important to understand this because what Neil and I are going to be discussing is what he does. He is a brew master. How do you like that? 
<laughs> I'll tell you a little bit about his background, but it's, it's not germane to this. But he grew up in a place called um, Long Meadow, Massachusetts. So for most everybody, I'd say 99.99% of everybody listening and watching, Neil, nobody has any idea where Long Meadow, Massachusetts is. And even people in Massachusetts don't know where Long Meadow is. But it's in the valley. It's near the Berkshire Mountains. It's near a great college called University of Massachusetts, where I went to school. Hello. And um, so that's why I know about it. And I grew up in, in Boston or Brookline, Massachusetts. But suffice to say, it's an idyllic, small American town. And Neil went to school there, and then he went to university in Maryland, and then he went to learn how to teach, and he went to Temple University. But his whole being is about communication, and he's a giver. And he is the editor of one of the most dynamic new communication tools and newsletters that exist in the world and it's called Morning Brew. So with that as an introduction, I'm gonna let you, Neil, take over and just give us a, an insight as well. What the heck is Morning Brew? Where did it start and why should anybody care? Sure, that was a, that was a great introduction. Um, Morning Brew is a digital media company. We used to say newsletter company, but we're doing a lot more than just newsletters now. Uh, we are a digital media company that was started in 2015 in the University of Michigan. And what happened was our co-founders, Alex and Austin, were being asked by their fellow classmates about uh, applying to uh, bank and finance jobs. And one of the biggest things that they ask you at a bank and a finance job interview, which I've never done, but I, I hear it's done, <laughs> is that you know what is going on in the world what is happening in the business world what which stocks are interesting to you and a lot of the time people didn't have great answers because they had to read the wall street journal or other legacy media business news that was just not interesting to them they would read the first sentence of an article and would kind of fall asleep halfway through so what <laughs> alex one of the co-founders did was start a little email chain it was a PDF originally, but what happened was he sent out a little digest of what happened in the business world the day before, sent it out. It was written in a particularly like hearted language with, with images and definitely not as long as the Wall Street Journal is. And people started really enjoying it and you know acing their interviews and forwarding the email to their friends across college campuses. So much in the way that Facebook grew around colleges, Morning Brew also grew as a way for people to study up before they hit their professional careers. And they went, uh, you know, they decided that this was a monetizable product and decided to start a company in 2017. And that's when I joined as a writer. Okay, so let's unpack some of that because that was, first of all, great. And I'm glad you've done this before. And if you haven't, you've done, you aced it, kid. And you ace the interview for business and finance. And let's unpack a few things that you said, because it's really important to, for people listening. Our listening audience is 85%, uh, 88%, they tell me, under the age of 36. So we're in the right group of people. And we're in the group of people that are, by definition, self-starters. And we're talking about people in China, people in India, uh, people throughout Africa and Europe and, and uh, Latin America, self-starters, of course, America. So for Americans, it's almost a cliche. But in the rest of the world, they're coming into this now. And I'm, I'm doing this to applaud uh, Neil and Alex and Austin. And now, by the way, Neil is number four employee. Am I not correct? Yep. 
And now there are over 100 employees in just the past four years. So we're talking about stuff that mushrooms in the most positive, purposeful, powerful, pleasant way because of a need and a desire. So again, unpacking, it became viral because it became useful. And that's really part of what the American gift to the world is. Find a need and fill it. Now, in this case, the need found Alex and Austin. But the point is that they filled a need and people recognized and said, thank you. And how do you say thank you the best way possible? You share something, right? If you like it, you share it. Say, da, which is why we now have an audience of over 350,000 people every week. And we started two years ago with eight people, whatever it was. But the point is that people love sharing things they care about. So let's now go to something that Neil taught me. And I love this, by the way, because this is the, the relationship when you're working with what I call smart, caring, dynamic young people. It's a give and take, but in most of the sense it's giving because we're receiving from each other. And he says something that, uh, when we had our previous interview that was really so spot on and clever. I want everybody to understand. You don't have to make a new light bulb you can make a better light bulb. In English, in American, we call this, ready? FBC. You're gonna like this, Neil. Faster, better, cheaper. If you are faster, better, and cheaper, almost by definition, you'll succeed. Now, granted, sometimes you need a lot more money in the marketplace or a certain you know, time is everything, timing, like with what they have happened to them. But when you're faster, better, and cheaper, so you didn't create this. What you did, as you mentioned before, is you copied the best idea, which is Reader's Digest. Excuse me, <laughs> right? In other words, Reader's Digest was fundamental reading in American bathrooms for decades. Did you ever read the Reader's Digest, Neil? I haven't, no. I mean, I know the name, but I, I've never digested it. Wait a minute, I love what you just said. You hear what you said? I know the name, I didn't read it. So that means even your parents didn't have in the bathroom. But I'm going to ask you another question. This is totally on, on topic. You ready? When was the last time you wrote a check? Uh, well, I had a landlord a few years ago that was very old-fashioned, and he required our monthly rent to be paid in checks. Uh, so that was the last time. You know, two to three years ago was the last time I wrote a check, but <laughs> I definitely have not written one in any other context sense right and if it and if it was not mandated by that particular landlord or that particular uh, relationship then you would have not done it right never venmo right so again that's an innovation in the marketplace that is happening and i i'm, I'm doing this because what morning brew is about and everybody should be uh subscribing to it it's free but it's not in the sense that once you do it you're going to get addicted and as Neil said so nicely, and I want you to start talking more about this, you're not a newsletter company. And it's the mindset that's really critical here. In other words, for all the people that work at Morning Brew, yes, we put out a newsletter. Okay, fine. But you're really a media company. And you're a digital media company. And by the way, you're going to go from a digital company to a non-digital company. So let's talk about that. Tell us what's what's potentially in the in the near future about the ability for a company growing fast to 
intersect with their followers in every which way possible. Uh, yeah, that's right. You know, for the first three years of Morning Brew, my only job was to come in and write the newsletter each day, make sure there was no mistakes, and then send it out so it didn't look like, you know, crap. Like a college <laughs> kid wrote it. Yeah, that was the only thing I thought about for many for many years at Morning Brew was just write the newsletter, make sure there's nothing wrong with it, and that it's hitting people's inboxes the next day. Once that became a little second nature and we hired a few more people, we thought about what, you know, people really like Morning Brew, but they only interact with Morning Brew on for five minutes in the morning. And that that's very powerful, but it's not a whole lot of people's day. So we thought, what what, you know, what other things could we do to interact with our audience and provide them with really interesting and engaging content and help them in other areas of our life, of their lives? So we launched a few other newsletters, uh, Retail Brew, Emerging Tech Brew, and Marketing Brew, which really caters to more professionals. We have launched a couple podcasts. We have a growing social media and multimedia team. So you can expect a lot more podcasts, a lot more video, a lot more chatter on, on, the social, on various social media platforms from Morning Brew. And so, yeah, we're, we're firmly beyond a newsletter. And while, while a newsletter will always remain our flagship product and obviously one that's near and dear to my heart, a lot more of my time now is spent thinking about what do we do well in the newsletter? What do re- people really enjoy about it? And let's take the best things out of the newsletter and really dive into them and expand upon them in other formats. So tell us, what are the three things that people like the most and how do you know them? It's a really good question. Newsletters are are hard to understand what people are engaging with. If you have a website, then you can, there's all these like spy tricks that you can figure out how, how long people stay on the page, where their mouth is going, you know, how much they're scrolling. And so you can tell really how much they're engaging with a particular piece of content. In newsletters, it's kind of a data black hole. It's hard to understand what, like what value they're deriving from it. Uh, so what we do know is whether they open it or not, and they are opening it a lot. Uh, we have okay, let's let's be specific. What does a lot mean? And let's, uh-huh. w- without revealing you know inner sanctum stuff, are we talking about two million deliveries a week, a month, a day, and what's the open rate? Give us some some idea of where you are, because so, we're going to have you back in a year, and we're going to unpack that and say, ah, <laughs> I hope so. So we send it out to about 3 million people now, and we have a, a 40% open rate. So if you just do 0.4 times 3 million, which 1. is- 1.2 million. So let's just take a yeah. look at something. And you ready? I'm not gonna stand up because it's very difficult for me to do that, but this is a standing ovation. And anybody who's listening, who is not having a jaw drop at this moment is not listening because here's what they said. They started, let's say in, Two two zero one seven with whatever number, let's call it a few thousand that we're receiving. And now he's delivering 3 million per day, right? Per day with an open rate plus minus 40%, which in the, in the scheme of things is unheard of. I didn't say the word incredible because I don't like the word incredible. Incredible is the wrong word that things are credible. Neil was credible. He's the editor of the Morning Brew. 
we're not just having some guy who's an employee. He's the editor. I mean, he has a lot of weight on his shoulders and his hair is going to be great. The temple's pretty soon. But the point is that you to be able to deliver millions of something every single day with a large open rate speaks volumes about what it is. So now let's go to the more difficult part. Uh, and I'll say this because I'm a morning brew devotee. You hear me? I'm a devotee. I'm a raving fan. And that's really what you want to get to, raving fans. It's not just that there's information there which is useful, important, matter of fact, fundamental. But it's the way it's structured. It, there, it's like infographics in a way. There, there's, it's pictographs. It's easy to see. You literally can scroll through it to get to certain things. And then I want to ask Neil to talk about some of those things like puzzles and fun, because data in and of itself can be boring. But when you do it with a twist, which is what you do, Neil, and a big bravo to you, is that it's written by humans, not robots. And that's I, really important. Yeah, I think what you said earlier about repackaging what's already been done and has proven successful is something I've borrowed. So I really think people have found value in newspapers their entire life. And they just might be a little too long. So when I'm thinking about crafting Morning Brew every day, I honestly think about it like a newspaper. I, I think newspapers are, are actually a great model. So I have you have your headlines on the top, like the front page. You scroll through and we try to hit a bunch of different industries. So it's like you're flipping through the various sections of the newspaper, whether it's arts, business, uh, you know, world, international, local, all those things give you like a fresh perspective. And so I try to structure the newsletter that su such that there's diversity. Maybe you're not really interesting and interested in the top story on Tesla, but you're really interested in this next one on the future of remote work. So I think creating a diversity of stories is really integral to the success of Morning Brew and also diversifying the length of stories and the style. So sometimes we try to just put an image and that can really tell a great story in and of itself. You don't need a lot of text backing it up. And we have a section that's just one stat, one quote, and one read. And that's a way for people to digest information really easily and, and a way to break up the more narrative part of the text. By and the way, that's like the cave paintings in France. And if you're not familiar with the cave paintings mm -hmm. in France, uh, Neil, you should do a little search on that because that's what it is. You know, the, a great picture, as they say, is worth a thousand words. And therefore, you're using that to, to you're leveraging that in such a way that it's wonderful. You don't need much more than a Mona Lisa sometimes to right. get you know an evocative smile and such. Right. Uh, I want to ask you though a, a question that's been for me pretty interesting because uh, I read it every day, and I said to myself, "Hmm, I remember reading something in Morning Brew a week or two ago." You know, time goes by so fast, right? Uh, I wonder, is there a search function in Morning Brew now, or is there going to be one soon? You mean like when you open the email, you can search for a particular topic? Well, let's say that and or I remember here reading something about, let's say, the best credit card to get for the moment. And and I now wait a minute, I have to go back. I don't remember when I read. Can I put in a search uh, best credit card and shoop, it will come up? Oh, that was on June 2nd. Well, we have a, a lot. All of our newsletters are published to the website. So we have an archive page that we direct people to. So a lot of people you know, may, may be looking for that or they're looking for a particular story or a particular stat or quote that they read 
And so I, you can go to the website and search Morning Brew on Google, and all of our newsletters are published on our website. So you can uh, at least try to search what you may have missed, and you hopefully will be able to find it through that function. I like that, hopefully. <laughs> I'm not pausing anything. No, no. I, and, and by the way, I'm glad we're doing this interview now with hundreds of thousands of people listening or watching. And I just found out something I didn't realize. Duh, of course there's a website. I've never been to the website because I get this is too much fun. I'm, I'm urging everybody. you got to go and get this. It is a hoot because you're getting true, valuable information, actionable information, real good data. In the, in the way you want, as if you're sitting, I mean, this is an image that maybe most people can't even relate to anymore, is if you're sitting at your kitchen table with a physical newspaper and a cup of coffee in your hand and you're doing something, but of course it's not, it's on your handheld or a tablet or something like that, and you may be drinking your coffee or not, you may be injecting and mainlining it, but the point is that, you know, the, uh, the titles are good, the information is good, uh, we're going to go to a break in just a moment, but I want, when we come back, I want you to talk about some of the great features and such that you have, such as um, uh, sharing with other people and getting T-shirts or swag or puzzles, brain teasers, you know, things that are really making it pop, okay? So don't go away, everybody. Stay on the edge of your seat. we got more meal coming back on the other side, and we're going to brew up a big batch of great, hot, steaming, good stuff for you. Don't go away. Be right back. Good day, beautiful, bountiful, beloved beings. As most of you know, I am 72 years chronologically and recovering from being a quadriplegic. Uh, but now to stay active, I swim two miles a day, six days a week. Hello. Now you can imagine, I know a thing or two about aches and pains. And until recently, I thought they're just part of the fact of life you deal with every day. But then I tried 100% drug-free relief factor. I've been taking their convenient packs three times a day, and I can tell you, I am feeling noticeably better. You hear that? Noticeably better relief factor is giving me more oomph and less oomph. And the secret I've been told because I investigated is there are four ingredients. Four key ingredients. Each one supports a different metabolic pathway in the body, which allows the inflammation that I may have to get reduced Well, my back, my hips, or my knee. And if you have everyday aches and pains, I urge you to check out Relief Factor. It's 100% drug-free and designed to be taken every single day. It's not going to hurt your tummy. You can get out and you can stay out of pain. So to make this really easy and to make it so there's no barrier, you, you really want to do this, go to relieffactor.com slash joy, relieffactor.com slash joy, and check out their quick start program. It's a three-week program discounted to 1995, and the founders of Father and Son team named Seth and Pete Talbert, they are here to get rid of aches and pains. So do what I did. Go to relieffactor.com slash joy. Order the three-week quick start for yourself. You'll be glad you did. Imagine the kind of place you would want to shop for your favorite fur baby pet. Honestpets.co. Well, you found it. 
honestpets.co, not .com, .co. This is your go-to spot for the best, the cleanest pet treats that exist anywhere on the planet. All of the brands go through a rigorous review to make sure they meet the high standards of cleanliness, health benefits, and naturalness. This site was started by a husband and wife team, and it's veteran-owned, and that care about pets, especially dogs and cats, and coming soon, bird treats. These are very nice young people who really care about making a difference because a portion of proceeds go to support veteran organizations with a focus on service dogs. This is the place where you want to go. You want to tell your friends this has the finest, yummiest, freshest, all-natural treats and stuff for your fur baby. So go there, honestpets.co, honestpets.co. Do it now. Good day, beautiful, bountiful, beloved, immortal beings, and good-looking people. Remember, you're good-looking, because you're always looking for and finding the good. We have good in abundance. It's in a young, dynamic, inspirational person named Neil Fryman, and he's visiting here. He's the editor of Morning Brew, one of the fastest-growing, most influential digital media companies in the world. And if you're hearing about it for the first time, that's great, because you're going to be seeing it more and more often around the world. Matter of fact, it's one of the questions we have up on the board. We had a lot of questions during the break. Wonderful, Neil. And people are asking, hey, look, I'm in um, Ghana. And we have, actually, we have Ghana. We have um, Mumbai. We have Hong Kong. Uh, we have uh, La Paz. Wow, interesting. And places in Brazil. Hey, what about us? So we'll talk about that in just a moment when we get to the international. But I want to go back to something you mentioned, which I thought was so fascinating, because you said it. I wrote it down as a quote. You say newspapers are a great model. Now, that's funny only because they're about, there is, um, there is a museum quality as you can get in today's world. It's like looking at a, a replica of a dinosaur in real time, <laughs> right? Not hidden in the Siberian tundra and we have to unearth and say, look at that. But what you've done is you've taken the model which I guess is delivery of information, and you've reshaped, repackaged, reformatted it, and said, hey, we can't do it faster, better, and cheaper. Is that correct? Yeah, that's the that's sort of the mental model that I've always used for Morning Brew, and you're right, just may, it doesn't have to be as long, it doesn't have to be as bulky to, to read. It can just be in your email where you already are in the morning checking up on work, and uh, yeah, I think it can work. As, as evidenced by Morning Brew's success. Yes, and the success, I said, we're gonna do this, God willing, in a year from now, maybe even sooner, but certainly in a year, and start, keep tracking this as we get to, let's say, three or four years out. We said, wow, we just had a, we're a unicorn. And by the way, in those days, in three, four years from now, unicorn might be $10 billion, who knows? Okay, <laughs> that's the point. But uh, so other places in the world, is that a, um, a potential happening soon? We have readers from all over the place. I think I remember two years ago, I did a little snippet in Morning Brew uh, newsletter about shouting out all our readers from around the world. And I can't remember how many countries it was, but it was, you know, close, if not 100, close to 100 different readers. And, you know, we definitely focus on U.S. business. That is our core, that we're not going to stray from that. 90% of our readers are in the U.S. and we're going to... We're going to stick to majority U.S. coverage, 
but we know that our, our mission, our mission as a company is to empower the modern business leader with information that they can use. And you can't just know what's going on in the U S and ignore anything else. So in every newsletter, or at least in every other newsletter, I definitely try to include some bit of information about news that's happening in other countries. The one, the newsletter that's coming out tomorrow is we wrote about, uh, you know, China's crackdown in Hong Kong, which is a, a critical business story that affects people everywhere. So while we do focus on the U.S., we do include a lot of international stories and we've still found international readership because the U.S. is the most important economy in the world and it ha it's the center of finance. So if you really want to understand what's going on in the business world, wherever you live, you really got to tune into what's going on in the U.S. Okay, by the same token, uh, there might be in your future a mandate saying, Neil, would you please go to these top 10 cities in the world and open up bureaus? <laughs> we'll talk about that. that. Okay, yeah, we'll discuss that on a personal level. Uh, tell us about some of the features and benefits that are in Morning Brew that really uh, set it apart from just, you don't have comic strips per se, even though you might do that one day, but what do we have in Morning Brew in addition to the data that is, of course, really uh, essential, but what else is it that you do that um, brings about a relationship? In other words, I like thinking. What do you do for me thinking? <laughs> Yeah, so going back to my sort of newsletter metaphor, as you're flipping through the, the newspaper, you know, there's definitely a lot of different sections, but there's not just news. There's weather, and then when you keep going, there's arts and culture, and we have a section called Bruise Bets, which is our lifestyle picks. We talk about, you know, maybe a new exercise format that you should try, or here's some movies you should watch tonight. So we have a section that's completely dedicated to what we call lifestyle and it really has nothing to do with the news, but maybe there's a good show that you should watch and people are always on the lookout for that. So we have a dedicated section for just giving people recommendations with how, what to do with their life outside of work. That's, that's very successful. And then the last thing is, as you know, when you go to the end of a, a newspaper, is there's a crossword puzzle, there's maybe a few brain teasers, and we've also replicated that at the bottom of the newsletter. Every single one has a trivia question we have, we're expanding into more crosswords, like mini crosswords, and I found that to be super successful. On Fridays, we do a Friday news quiz that people love. So basically, they love getting quizzed on what we wrote in the brew. So we do a five-question quiz. I basically just go through the newsletter and quiz, make questions about quizzing people about what they wrote. And <laughs> apparently, you know, apparently, people like uh, getting the test and getting a five out of five. So we've, you know, really <laughs> our newsletters to include trivia and puzzles, and we're, we're hopefully we'll be expanding that outside of the newsletter as well. Okay, well, let's get a little personal here, kid. You ready? Uh, okay. I heard you were on Jeopardy. I'm not sure where you heard that, but I, I can confirm the rumor. And how old were you when you were on Jeopardy? I was, I was a very small child. I was 10 years old. And I think it was 2001. <laughs> and so that was um, interesting, foreshadowing, as we call it, for your role now. Imagine everybody, I'm sure most everybody in the world that's watching and listening knows what Jeopardy is. And by the way, 
uh, anything you want to know about Neil and the and the Morning Brew, just go to the website www.barryshore.com. It will all be there, and uh, maybe this part about maybe they'll have a clip. I don't know. Did, did they make video of you when you're on Jeopardy? We might even show that just for the fun of it. Uh, you know, maybe it's they'll show it at your wedding or something. But uh, we'll. <laughs> but, VHS, but my brother put it onto YouTube, so it is in the depths of YouTube. There is. There's a video of me on Jeopardy. And say, and it might even be when for new hires in Morning Brew, say, you gotta prove your chops. When were you on Jeopardy? You know, <laughs> or here's a question. Um, uh, Neil was on Jeopardy. How old was he when? <laughs> That's yeah, very good. A lot. We, I, when people put it on, I tend to kind of leave the room because it's too embarrassing for me. But I, uh, but people tend to like it. Well, see, I like it because it, it goes to the very heart of what you do. And again, this show, The Joy of Living, is not about Neil, even though he's a great guy, not about Barry Shore, great guy. It's really about you, the person who's watching. People tune in, Neil, for the same reason that they read Morning Brew every day, because they know that this show is about them. And it's about learning something that's going to make them happier, healthier, and wealthier. And this does. You see, everything in your life plays towards that which is your passion. So unbeknownst to Neil, the time when he was 10, that he was going to be the editor of a great metropolitan newspaper because he lives in New York City now. I mean, isn't this funny? You're Clark Kent. You're the editor of, you know, the great met metropolitan newspaper for Gotham City. Gotham is another name for New York. Did you know that? Well, you were in Jeopardy. You probably knew that. Well, you say, of course I know that, Barry Shore. But you didn't know Reader's Digest, but that's another story. <laughs> but my, my point is that find without going too crazy what is there your natural passion what is it that speaks about you and that you can communicate is that a fair statement to say neil yeah but i don't know i think it's hard to identify that i i hadn't identified that in myself and i certainly wasn't pursuing it as a career i i always had journalism in the back of my mind or writing but i you know throughout high throughout college and graduate school i had never actively pursued it until I saw this LinkedIn post from Alex, the CEO, who was looking for writers for Morning Brew. And I read, I read the newsletter at the time, and I just thought to myself, I think I could do this better than what it is now. And so I applied and you know, the rest is history. So this is where it gets really interesting. Again, I urge people to think like this. You're right, it, it's more about, well, you saw uh, an ad on LinkedIn, which is about as hip as it gets, right, in terms of, instead of reading it, I didn't read it in the newspaper, you saw it on LinkedIn, and you did two things. Number one, you were reading it, the morning brew, and you said to yourself, it's good, but I could do it better. Not that you said you could write better, you said, I could do this better. That kind of confidence in one's ability is really an important aspect of learning to be yourself, in my humble opinion. You wanna be authentic, just recognize whatever you think you can do, look at it. Okay, he didn't know he was gonna be the editor of the Morning Brew with 100 plus people working there, a digital media company on the rise, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You, you couldn't have thought of that, but you played to your strength and say, I could do this better. And if you got the position, great. And if you didn't, not as great, but you know, something, something else would have happened, but you got it because you were un, 
unfolding yourself. And that's really, I want to end up with these last few minutes that we have together because only have goes by very fast. You're dealing with a hundred plus young, dynamic, interesting people coming back to an office after being away for a once in a century event, right? COVID disrupted the entire world. You're now coming back with all that pent up energy. I might say you, meaning all the people that you're working with and meeting people again, sometimes for the first time, certainly lots to talk about and such and finding what it means to be together and the energy that is developed by young beings looking to do good and the right thing in the world. How, how wonderful is it? You broke up a little bit, but um, I'm, I and my colleagues, I know are very excited to go back to the office. It's the number one question in every single meeting. <laughs> and so we're very excited. We don't know exactly when that will be, but we can't wait to do it. Um, we've managed to put out newsletters, you know, the entire, uh, the entire pandemic and we've grown our company by, I don't even know how many people, dozens and dozens and dozens. But the number one thing that when I get together with people in person who are in New York, who I'm working with, like it's it's completely different than virtual. And I just don't know what we were missing over the past year in terms of creativity and dynamism and new ideas. So whenever I get together with people, that's the number one topic of conversation. And there's just another energy that flows through you and flows through the conversation when you're talking to them in person that you know I really can't wait to get back to. So let's talk about this just for a moment. <clears throat> Here we have the most new dynamic digital media company on the planet. That's you, Morning Brew, let's be blunt. It's fun, it's growing, it's out there. And at the same exact moment, the ultimate legacy, which is human interaction. <laughs> you know, virtual doesn't cut it when it comes to the dynamics of human intercourse. And I use the term advisedly, right? Talk about office. Okay, Mr. Shore, be, be careful. But the point is that you're talking about one at the same time, the most digital format and the most ancient format coming together. And you need, I think, that may be the heady brew, by the way. That may be the real brew. Because what are you talking about? You're a microbrewery but you're a microbrewery of ideas. That's what Morning Brew is about. You're an idea machine. Digital media is the way you deliver those ideas to the world, ideas of business, ideas of finance. Like you said, movies, this, what's happening. It's all about the dynamism of youth, because that's who you are. You are at one and the same time picking up the mantle of legacy media running with it and say, hey, look what we could do. But at the same time, it's the interface, the intercourse, the interdisciplinary uh, development of human capital. Isn't that a great place to be? Yeah, sometimes I have to pinch myself. Uh, I'm in a very lucky position to, to be here and I just wanna make sure I'm working hard every single day on weekends too, to make sure that, you know, this train keeps going, we keep growing. And uh, yeah, I just, it, I'm very grateful to be in this position. And 
I, I love doing what I do every day. Thank you. So a couple of quick things. Number one, you'll come back again? Totally. Thank you. Number two, you get 80 seconds to answer this question, kid. 80 yeah. seconds. That's it. Neil? Yeah. What is your most fervent desire? My most fervent desire. Uh, my most fervent desire is to travel and glimpse cultures that I, you know, that are foreign to me and different ways of living and people who are of different perspectives. I think that's, I think that's what gives me the most energy and joy out of life is meeting someone who grew up in entirely different circumstances and we can still have a great conversation and I learned so much from them. So that would be my most fervent desire if I didn't have to worry about anything else would just be to go meet somebody who grew up in another country, have a, have a great meal with them. I mean, that would be maybe some wine that they grew up with. <laughs> Um, and maybe they won't have wine, but that's a different story. Exactly. Maybe so, they don't have wine. There, or maybe welcome to Nepal. Welcome to Chad. <laughs> yeah. So whenever I travel, I find myself the most happy and energetic of any time that I'm I'm here. And I love being in New York and having a routine and stuff. And I think that's really important to have a home base. But I every time I'm here for a couple months, I'm I'm looking at plane tickets to go somewhere else and and enjoy. You know. The, the entire world is so big and I've only seen just a small part. Well, we invite you to come with us to the headwaters of the Nile and you'll have to look up where that is and then we'll go. So at this moment, we say, our dear, first of all, a huge thank you to you, Neil. And we're going to urge everybody, you might go to www.barryshore.com for all the information about Neil, about Morning Brew. You're gonna love it, subscribe to it. This is fabulous. Remember the reason you tune into the joy of living because you care the most in the whole world about you. Y-O-U, E-W, when you're the best you, you make the world a better place. You build bridges of harmony, like you just talked about. Different cultures harmonizing, creating more joy, happiness, peace, and love. WWW, what a wonderful world. The three fundamentals of life. Your your life has purpose. If you lead a purpose-driven life like Neil, you can go mad, make a difference, unlock and uncover the secrets and the power of everyday words and terms. That's what he does every single day. Smile, seeing miracles in life every day. As my eight-year-old niece says, seeing miracles in everyday life. Create the kind of world you want to live in. Create, causing rethinking, enabling all to excel. Use four-letter words. Live, life, hope, grow, free, give, play, pray. Brew, mourn, but M-O-R-N, in the morning. <laughs> and tell the world, F you. Remember to add capital N, capital N. And use the two most powerful words in the English language at least three times a day. Consciously and conscientiously, you'll make a benefit for yourself, for your family, your friends, and the whole world. Say thank you. Thank you. Thank you three times a day, every single day, and everything will go much better for you. So our blessing to everybody watching and to you, wonderful Neil and your family, go forth, live exuberantly, spread the seeds of joy, happiness, peace, and love. Go mad. Go make a difference.